My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Matt, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing a level one character. When we last left Sigma, his band of Sun Elf scouts had spent months training him for the desert as others gathered supplies and made plans. Once prepared, they set out into Rizan's Torahor Desert with a single goal in mind, to find and plunder the old temple of Sephor. It's more like if his flesh was made of the palest ivory, but could move and dance and He's just like one of the most beautiful creatures you've ever seen in your life. And he's just standing there. He's within 30 feet? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Does he have to roll the wisdom save? No, yeah, maybe not. He's conquering presence. That's fine. Yeah. That was the intimidation thing. Yeah. I will just simply nod, you know, and agree. Like, I'm glad you turned that. Thanks for turning the shower off. I appreciate that. That's real nice. So you have been watching us journey across this desert. You have guided the Sun Elves in your previous life across this desert, and I call out your name. I seek your temples to ask you a few questions, but it is good to, to make your acquaintance. As I, like, fumble with a greeting, right? Sure. So this is a, this is a creature that I know... I don't, I'm a little more confused. I don't know if I'm trying to, because remember, remember I was like, are all gods like this? Do right. all the gods feel like they're this isolated, weird thing? So sure. unsure how to act and I'm kind of frustrated with myself because of it. But uh, maybe I used to think a friend. Maybe I'm going to just in my mind flare form. Sure. Pleasure to meet you. And the little boy just kind of looks up at you. Head kind of tilts to the side. And they point and just point off to the south and the west. Sorry, off to the south and the east. I do not look away. Right. Instead, I want to ask. Do the old alliances hold firm? Puts their left arm down that they're pointing with. Extends their right arm and a, there's a branch just in their hand. It seems to almost fall out of their sleeve. And they begin to draw in the sand in front of you. And as they draw, the pictures kind of almost come to life. So it draws a circle and that, and, and then sand falls away from that, from that circle and a moon rises out of the desert, this tiny moon, and begins to, to turn in front of you. Then they draw lines and contours in the sand and it begins to form into the edge of Cow Gun and the planet begins to rotate, like rise up out of the sand, rotate, and then rotate back into yes. the sand. You're just seeing that part where the moon touches. Strikes it, yes. And then begins to draw other things. And you see the temple to Sephor. You see a like a little bead, like a couple animals kind of dance about. You see a pig that turns into a giraffe that turns into a seal that crashes it back into the ocean waters. There's all these like weird little things that you're being shown. And then they put the stick down firmly into the crust of the planet and flick it backwards and time rotates backwards and then you see the moon and then you see directly beneath the moon you see this like flower that is all flowers all petals all you know leaves all thorns all vines everything every bit of of life for this flower exists in one moment yes and there's a connection and then there's a shattering and then the earth kind of rotates back to where it it is and you see the moon and you see the flower but they're separated You speak in or don't speak in riddles. They draw a box around them in the middle of the air as they're facing you. So in between you and them, they've drawn an outline, this tall, thin rectangle. And gold traces it through the air until it becomes a frame. And then inside the frame, a mirror appears. You can see through the mirror to see them. But you you also see your own reflection over them in the mirror. I wish to to aid you, and I wish for your aid as well, and I wish for answers, but I cannot promise them immediately with these riddles. I may call on you, you may call on me, but before I leave tonight, please answer me plainly at least one question. 
What am I the arisen God of? As you ask that, you start to notice that the sand is shifting. Now you're looking into the mirror and you're seeing them behind the mirror, through the mirror, right? And the sand around them is shifting and writhing and beginning to be kicked aside until it's this mass all around them. And then snakes begin to burst from the ground all around them. They just piling on top of each other, filling everything you can see in front of you. And then you feel something grasp at your foot mm. and you look down and dozens of snakes are winding their way up their legs. I'm going to levitate if I can to get out of the way of this. You go to levitate. I need you to uh, roll a, uh, we're going to do a pose, a strength. Ooh, I rolled a natural one. Oh, four. So you do pull away. Okay. Now, there are two dozen snakes already on you. And so you pull away and you're kind of raising up and they're, you know, quickly crawling up your body. And I'm assuming you're like pulling them off yes, and throwing them throwing to the ground. Them down. Right. So one of them. Treachery is this. Yeah, one of them wraps around your throat and then slides in between your your tendrils. So it's like like it becomes like one of your own tendrils and it kind of begins to merge into your face as its its mouth comes around to your ear, hisses in your ear and says, I'm going to freak out and uh, try to rip that snake off and and like, what what treachery is this? So you reach confusion. You reach up and you rip it off. And mm-hmm. as you rip it off, it's just, you, it's just you've just grabbed a handful of sand, and you awaken, and you're lying in this salt, right? Just uh-huh. lying in the middle of the salt, and this and you are you. Yes. Sorry, you are you. Yes. You are you are Sigma, right? Yes. The salt is burning your flesh. Yeah, everywhere where your burning. flesh is exposed to it, it's just like a slug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna ask my. Warriors, wash wash away. The They're salt. not there. Oh, it's just me. You're in the middle. Of I'm gonna this take salt out pan. my water skin and sure. I'm gonna wash it away if okay. I can. Uh, do you stay Sigma? Uh, yes, I am. If okay. I can wash this all away, then I will stay Sigma. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but you can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take damage or I would roll like for you this? To roll medicine. Okay. Nine plus four, 13. Okay, so uh, you take four points of damage as you wash the salt off you. And once you get on your feet, you're at least protected because you got boots on. Boots made for your weird, freaky legs. My freaky legs. (laughs) I'm going to simply look up to the moon Mm -hmm. and do what I did before where I put my hand over my heart and then over where my lips are and then my forehead and then let it go. And as you turn... Uh, from the moon and look back towards your people. You can see now Azari and Asaria sprinting across the salt as fast as they as they can. Azari's got a spyglass with them mm-hmm. and was clearly using it to keep an eye on you. Mm-hmm. And the second mm-hmm. you went down, they began to sprint out after you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm going to meet them. And if when I meet them, if they're frantic, I'm going to be calm my warrior. Oh, Sonia's okay. As well. Azari's freaked out. And like, you know, falls to his knees mm-hmm. immediately. He still stand. Brushing the salt off your boots. He and still stand. He stands. All is well. The salt burns me, but it is fine. I am the god of life. And they, now they both kneel. A little bit less, uh, you know, uh, Sonia quietly and him. I roll my eyes. Stand. <laughs> and they stand again. <laughs> they stand. And they nod. <laughs> It is as we were told. You will bring life to this desert. You will clear out the rot. Yes. What did you see through this? And as we're walking back, yeah. I want to ask, what did you see through the spyglass? Yeah, they saw nothing. They saw you walk into the center of the desert, stop and fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. That's why they came running out. There was, there was no light. There was no storm. There was nothing. I communicated. I saw the god of the moon I use as a pale child. He looked as you look, though even paler. It seems as though, and I cannot be sure, that the old alliances stand strong. He pointed to the southeast. Let me ask the scouts. What is that direction? The only thing in that direction that would concern you all is uh, Sevan. He pointed directly towards the old city of Sevan. Where the lake is, yep. the Lake of Savan. Yep. Uh, a smile creeps over my tentacled face. That's got to be really upsetting. Right. And uh, 
I put my hand over my own heart, and I hope my warriors do the same. And we all just Where say, is your heart? Is it in the same place as theirs? Yeah, totally. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going to put my hand over my chest. I'm going to put my hand over my heart. <laughs> right, over my forehead here. Uh, I'm going to put my hand on my chest. Yeah, right. That was just instinctive. I don't yeah. know. Do, do elephants have hearts? I imagine they have. I imagine well, they'd have to because their because their organs would be similar to whatever they came from. So sure, they'd have hearts and nervous mm. systems and everything else, right? And whatever else. Yeah. So I want to put my hand over my squeedly spooch. And <laughs> that's I, fair. That's another Invader Zim reference. And I want to uh, just say with them. They can never corrupt us again. They can never corrupt us again. Old they can life. never corrupt us yes, again. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then uh, want to return to the mounts. Not going to use my lay on hands ability to heal myself back up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel that sting of the salt. It's the first real sting that I've had uh, outside of combat, and it doesn't. I mean, it does sting, but. A warrior, and I try to be a warrior. These sun elves show themselves to be servants for sure. I have yet to see them actually be warriors, and I've got to be able to take damage at least. I've got sure. to be able to take something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the salt. One sores. of one of the uh, so you kind of sit right. I'm gonna ask them also. Can I get a water? Uh, I require a water skin. One of the scouts, Varon, immediately has both a water skin and a wineskin for you. Mm. The wineskin is filled with white wine. It's not cold, mm. but he's thought to bring both. Wow. And he delivers both to you and then just seems to hesitate. For, like, like normally they would just give you what they want and then mm -hmm. leave, but he, he hesitates for just a moment at your side. Why do you hesitate? And he looks down at your arm and he reaches into his pouch and he pulls out this little vial. And his vial has this incredibly pungent smell as soon as he opens it. And there's this kind of like thick, shiny paste within it. My lord, these will help with your souls, if you'll allow me. Save it for later. He quickly uh, turns a cap and puts it back on. And it is good you offer me this, but we will save it for when the real injuries happen. Taking back Lake Savon will not be easy, and there will be injuries. Of course, my lord, what, whatever you need. And nods, again, hesitates for just a second. And in that moment, there's this pull you feel there's a familiarity detect thoughts okay you're inside his thoughts and you see imagery of Varan and um oris yes and friends. there was an intimacy mm. there was a closeness between them mm. and it, it, it never really got far mm -hmm. but there was definitely a a pull that those two felt towards each other. Mm -hmm. And again, you felt it. He didn't feel it for you necessarily, mm -hmm. but knows that Oris is you and therefore does kind of feel it for you. They're all trying to, to negotiate right. their feelings as well. You know? Yeah. I think to myself, these elves are so sensitive. So sensitive. And then I shut off the detect thoughts. All right, and then uh, then Varan just goes about their way. Uh, they mm -hmm. all, it's um, they they don't set up full camp here, but everyone decides to rest here. It's been a day. Oh, it's about to be day, it's daylight about, again. It's getting close enough that mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense to keep going. So okay. so they all kind of like set up camp at the edge of the salt flats. Okay, are we low on water? Do we have plenty. No, you got plenty of water. Um, you've 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 been hitting reserves all the way here and finding sources all the way here. It's been really again with what you can do, really easy. The salt water is undrinkable, obviously. Yeah. But you have your own. And I've got these weird microbes. I guess I don't know what else. You've got this of. weird salt. You don't know that. what this is. This could right. mean it's this is giant salt flat in the middle of the desert. What was it? What mm -hmm. does it mean? Why was some reflection of I of Ayus here? This may sound strange, my warriors, but... What are you asking? Azari. Sure. Don't kneel. Uh, Azari. <laughs> right. Azari just buried himself in the sand in front of you. Right. Yes, uh, my lord. Uh, Azari. This may seem a strange question, but... Was this salt flat here before? He doesn't know. Uh, this is a little outside of their range. Mm. Um, and most of what Azari has known has been, Azari was young when they came, well, youngish when they came to these lands and they came from the north. So he, he isn't actually that familiar with some of these places and doesn't know what this was before. It's a, maybe a little bit before his time even. 
any of the other warriors here? Yes, Saria steps up. She is smaller than the others. She has her hair cropped short, obviously younger. She's clearly one of the scouts who has been being trained, but she's the best of the young class, and that's why she's here. There was a lake. Well, this is a lake, but at one point it was a greater lake, and much of it was destroyed by Sephora, but this used to be a lake where worshippers of Ayus would come and they would dance upon the waters. Thank you, sorry, Nods. All right, let's. Uh, are we gonna? Are we about to rest? Or are we gonna continue? Let's on? say that this is part of the rest. Like, okay, like you guys yes. talked for a while, then you slept for a while, and then is there anything else you want to do? Um, if I'm gonna gain the benefits of a long rest, then I'll take my health. Yeah. Points oh back. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, okay. take your long rest. Heal up. Have those gross little flesh sores heal on your disgusting translucent skin. The skin of the god of life. Yes. I know. I know. It's still gross. Right. <laughs> that is something to ponder on. By yeah. the way. Yeah. The skin god of the god of life. Of life. When you heal, you heal entirely. Like those wounds just close up. Your skin is unblemished. It's perfection. You were in a perfect world where like you never really face any challenges, but you can still cut yourself once in a while. Small accidents would happen now and then. Let's say that you were dissecting something and you accidentally cut into your own palm. And it was deep and, and you were just distracted at the moment. You were thinking of something else and you were so shocked that it happened. You'd never seen your own blood before. By the time it finally got staunched, you felt like 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 it, it was traumatic for you, and that scar always reminded you of it. As you like, just look at your palms right now. That scar has vanished. I overflow with rejuvenating magic. Let us continue on. All right. So you guys, I'll pick up the next day and you head on out. The rest of the journey goes unremarkably. It is hot, certainly during the day. It mm -hmm. is cold as hell during, mm -hmm. the, during the night, but the cycles of day and night are unremarkable, very quiet, very contemplative, almost to the point where you're not really sure what this is, but the word boredom comes out to you. It, it, it's something that is very odd. Like mm -hmm. you always always had whatever you wanted at your fingertips. Any mm -hmm. music, any entertainment, any enlightenment, any frivolity, game, yes. whatever was just there. And you could use it and you could you could touch it and use it whenever you wanted to. Here, there's so much time in your own thoughts, so much time spent there, that this concept of boredom is now becoming something. And it's not something you like. Mm. <laughs> it seems exhausting, frankly. Yes. Okay. Well, what I want to do then is I want to use this heal the healing abilities, or I'm I'm thinking of ways that I could use my healing abilities to uh, my advantage. And what I want to do is when uh, a creature or when the sun elves do something that I like and answer a question, I will, if I have the pool available, I'll lay on hands and I'll sure. make, I'll try to heal them as sure. best I can. Yeah. Like, and even if they aren't wounded. Good, my like, warrior. It, yes, heal exactly. Them. Like maybe someone's pulled a muscle right. or anything. Or someone got sand in their eyes and like maybe scratched their cornea or they catch their leg on a on some on maybe the, they on bit a cactus. Their tongue. I mean whatever. They their or they're just tired. Right? Like all of these things could be affected by your magics, by just your rejuvenating magics. Back, right. And everyone who gets a taste of it when you're like one day away from your journey. The ruins of right, Sephora. You hear a kind of a muffled a grunt and you see that uh, Zari is clutching his hand and is clearly wincing in pain. Okay. What is wrong? He had dropped his dagger and was reaching for it and something bit him and is now wriggling back into the sand. Ooh, uh, I want to... I want to try to catch that thing whatever sure. whatever that is sure. like you can sense it you can sense the light yeah, i can it. sense that thing so i don't i mean it can go and rest whenever i can detect it later but i will uh tell azari to come close okay and he does hold up your hand and he does and his hand is swollen and it's like it's already swollen and red and angry okay i want to do uh lay on hands 
as you hold his hand and try and push the healing in, mm-hmm. into it, it it's not damage. Whatever this is mm. isn't damage. It's something divine. It's something divine? It's something divine. I tell him that there's, there's something deep at work here. And then I want to use my detect life to find where that slithering thing is now resting in the sand. Sure, it's 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 like moving north, like you can see it moving north. Okay, uh, I want to. And is that the direction of the ruins of Sephora, or is no, it going? No, it's back where you were. It's back where oh, you were it's coming. Oh, it's going from. away. Yeah. Mm, stop! Right, we we something something has come up. Something has come up here. Sure. Okay, uh, I want. Azari, go see Asonia. Right. Stay, stay close, and we are going to. I mean, at the pace that this creature is slithering away sure. at, we're going to try to catch up with it, and I want to try to gauge how big it is based sure. on its life force. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's and a, I want to also ask what happened, Azari. Right. Azari lit the same thing that you that you kind of interpreted. He mm. dropped his dagger. He reached down to pick it up, and out from the sand popped this cobra that just bit him on the hand and then ran off like it was waiting for him you kind of subconsciously slide into oris for a moment yeah. only because he was so much better with animals okay now they freaked out around you okay. so like like if the camera's following your boots you can like see your purple spindly legs kind of like shift into okay. elven legs yeah, yes. right you know and so and then you can just see them like kind of walking just above where this where this this snake is moving mm-hmm. and as you close in and you're sensing the life and you have your hand out right mm-hmm. the snake begins to move slower and slower until you're just standing over it okay then what I would like to do is I'm gonna cast a spell okay I'm gonna cast command and I'm going to say submit submit I reach down and I want to grab the snake and I want to pull it out of the sand. So it's almost as if the neck reaches up to form a handle. Yes. So as your hand clasps around it and you pull it out of the sand and you're holding a crystal snake. Crystal. Pure crystal. I'm going to cast another spell. Okay. Detect magic. Yeah. It radiates with transmutation magic. Radiates very, very strongly with it. Hmm. And I do have my divinity detect poison and disease. Yeah. So do no I, poison, no disease. No poison, no disease. None. Okay. That is interesting. It's a crystal snake that I have in my hand. R- transmutation magic is radiating out of it. And mm. as you're like focusing on the transmutation magic, mm-hmm. like it's radiating out of it. And then you're getting another, you're getting like a secondary ping, and you turn, and behind you, um, Azari is kind of holding his hand, and his thumb, forefinger, and middle finger are now all crystal. Okay. Um, his thoughts are both fear and joy. He's elated that he's been chosen. He's fearful of the transformation, but he's elated that he's been chosen. Oh really? He's he's excited. He's turning into crystal. He's that he's been chosen by the gods. Whatever this is, is his his next stage. Oh, I was gonna say you should be excited because you're about to go to heaven. If you know what I mean. Right, right. It's just I'm like, gonna try to sit, I'm gonna try to spare you from this fate. I'm not sure. So the first thing I want to do is I want to take this snake yeah. and I want to put it in a bag of holding i want to put it in a clay urn oh okay and then i'll put that clay urn in the bag of holding oh sure seal it up absolutely yeah so it's a snake in a jar and i put that snake jar in there with the bottle of microbe shit the snake is a jar yeah they put the they put the snake in a jar and put the jar in your bag and there is a crystal snake in a clay pot with a lid Yes, it, and it's, and what they would have is like like their pots they, they would have leather straps right so once it's in the lid and the once it's in the pot and the lid's in the pot they then tie down these leather straps to hold the lid onto the pot and then they put the pot in your bag that's right yep okay I'll look at that later yeah so that now that is now in a pot that is strapped down in an extra dimensional space right then I walk toward um then I walk toward uh Azari yeah. And I ask, is there pain? And Azari uh, touches his hand 
and just doesn't can't even form words. Just is the so crystal continuing to spread? The, so as you're looking at it carefully, like really yes. carefully, you can yes, you can actually see it ever so slowly marching forward. Cut off his hand. He looks so sad. I don't and, know what this is. It could be worse for you. Is Lord, this what you want? This is not without reason. Yes, you can feel it. And he reaches, even like reaching the hand out to you, you can feel the divine ener energy in it. And he's felt the divine energy from you. This is familiar. I mean, it's not yours, yes. but this is divine. Yes. This is like, there's, there's purpose here. There is a need here. There is a will here. And if it should serve you, then it must serve you. I would not interfere, my lord. If it gets to okay, okay, fine. As if it was waiting for you? As if it was waiting for me. This may be another sign for my use, or it may be a trick. Maybe I'm hasty in cutting off your arm. We do have the crystal snake thing, the cause of this. Technical term, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the beastie. Yes. Maybe we can find answers in the ruins of Sephora. All right, travel with Asonia, but touch nothing. Touch nothing with that crystal hand. He's already wrapping it up. He's already wrapping it in straps of cloth, so it's completely protected. He kind of uses the arm to hold the reins as you guys are trotting along throughout the evening. Mm -hmm. And by the time you, um, you are getting towards dawn, uh, his entire arm now from like so from like the edge of the hand yes. for all the fingers are crystal and it's gone to the wrist now so it's can like can he move them no no he's being petrified yes hmm. okay as you're taking that information in and the glow on the horizon is beginning to signal the sunrise you all crest the this ridge and before you is the temple of Sephora. Set in the back of a giant sand dune, where the sand's kind of like creeping over all the edges of the city. And in front of it is this giant sandstone wall, probably 30, 40, 50 feet high. And the, and the entire temple kind of lays behind it. There are these tall, slender pillars, three on each side, tall, a little shorter, and a little shorter. And each of them have a bronze hoop and a glass disc 10 feet wide. And then in the center, is another bronze hoop, this one oval, that kind of sits inside this giant stone platform with the edges that are dug out so that the edges of the mirror kind of rest in them and looks like it kind of rotates back and forth, probably about 30 feet wide. Mm. And those are the main features of this temple as you're beginning to walk so up it on is it. It's huge. It's massive, it's massive. Excellent. It also looks undamaged. Like it doesn't look like a ruin, it looks like a temple. There's a couple flashes in your memory, some ideas about I me. Mean, you've seen some drawings and some paintings, maybe. Maybe, maybe there's a firsthand view, but you're not sure. It's sometimes difficult to... Yeah, maybe one of the traders had seen this in person, on the road, something, something. Especially when it's very old memories with these elves. Like, you're not sure if it's a picture they've created in their own mind or if it's something they've, they've actually seen because they don't really know. Because it's because 25% of what we see gets filed away in ways that we think we understood it, but we don't. So not everything you can pick apart and tell right away is if it's something they've actually seen or not. But yeah, this is as the city would have been before the fall, as the temple would have been before the fall. Excellent. And how far away are we now? We're about a mile away now. Okay, I want to turn on detect life. Sure. I want to see if there's anything within range there. And I also want to see if there's anything in range coming from where behind us, where the road would be, where we're going to be meeting up. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. meeting up with those who are coming back with yeah. uh, potential slaves and building tools. You don't see the party coming from the road yet. They're not within range. You don't see them yet. You turn behind you from where you from where you came. And besides like tiny pings from a couple animals like within the desert and things like that, nothing. And then you turn towards the temple and the temple is 
utterly devoid of life. There is nothing at all in the temple. I detect no life in the ruins of Sephor, as it should be. Sephor has no worshippers. He has no claim here. His temples are abandoned, and we will commit blasphemy by camping here, by building our fortifications there. All right, my warriors, let us get closer now. Azari, are you all right? Azari, uh, yeah, again, his 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 whole left hand is glass. He's bathing it uh, a bit, but he nods. He he seems perfectly happy to continue. And it is a it is starting to, to get daylight, so shelter would be helpful. Let us get inside the ruins. Let us look again at your hand. I may cut your hand off. He just nods. He's like, okay, you know, whatever you need to do. It is good that you accept this fate from me. It is good. You have been my loyal subject so far. Do not waver. Okay. He does not. He nods. Again, he's not really speaking much now. He's, he's kind of been cowed into silence. He's just so overwhelmed by everything that's happening that he's, and he was so, you know, yours to begin with mm-hmm. that his personality and his will is being just completely overrun at this point. Mm-hmm. He's just becoming like, he's just like, he's literally a yes man Good. right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fine. So you all. I can use a one or two. You need one or two one of them, right? Two. Yeah. One Absolutely. or two. It's like, just, just be happy. Yeah, right. just, just one or two. Right. We can all fall into those modes sometimes. Exactly. But like, exactly. Okay. <laughs> all right, so you all start heading towards the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need you to roll a perception. Mm, that is a 19 plus 4, so okay. 23. So as you're riding, and as the light is beginning to rise, and it's becoming a little bright, so you know, you're all eager to get... Some were covered safe because it's it's gonna be very bright very very soon. There's a humming, and the humming begins to grow, and you kind of like look up to uh, the sides of so like it's a big huge dune that forms a crescent, gets higher in the middle. The whole temple is set into it. As you're getting near, you see that someone has been swallowed by this dune, but it doesn't seem to be, even though there's winds, even though there's shift, there's shifting of sand all around it. None of it's falling into the city. None of it's covering the city more. There seems to be some arbitrary line where this much has been swallowed and no more can be. This is sorcery. Some type of magic, absolutely. And the sands are vibrating now. And they vibrate more and you see them on either side of the temple as the sands are shaking and shifting and rolling down and the ground begins to vibrate beneath you as well. And as you're kind of looking at that and thinking about what that is, you hear a almost like a like like a like a thunderbolt as these huge brass hoops rotate free of their stuck position and begin to shift and move and all kind of like shift and turn at the same time all kind of in upon each other be wary and i want to scatter away so they're not surrounding us sure all right so as so as you say be wary and you kind of like kind of give, give the mental order to scatter. Yes. Right? These three mirrors on either side, well, these these three glass lenses on, on either side turn towards the mirror. Mm-hmm. Light passes through them. Sunlight passes through them, gathers upon this mirror. There's a bright glow and this flash of white, hot heat blasts right past you. Viron is in its path, and he's simply incinerated. Magical lasers. Run! Okay. What, where are you running to? What are you uh, doing? I'm gonna say, keep moving and break the mirrors. Okay. So, so you're 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 basically breaking apart to make less tag less targets and charging full force towards the temple. Yes. Yeah, so what we want to do is we want to get close to the mirrors yep. and try to break them. If they're made of glass, are they made of bronze? Do I know? Can I tell? Perception? Mm, yeah, roll perception. I guess I did have that one, but let's see. Uh, 13 plus 4, so 17. I mean, it looks like bronze hoops with glass inside them. Okay, and one of these scouts just fuck, just got dusted? Yeah. Which Vir- one? Varon, V-I-R-O-N. That was the one that had some sort of uh, intimate relationship with um, Oris. Oh, right, so that's why you felt that connection. So right. when 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 you turn back and just see Varon get vaporized, like there's an anger because he's a follower and you've lost a resource, but there's also this heat. There's this weird, painful heat 
in your chest, just this agony, this little ember that just got snuffed out that you don't understand, mm. that this, this horror. And then you can hear a wail inside your own mind and it's Oris screaming in your head. I roll my alien eyes as I try to keep my eyes on the prize here. <laughs> okay. All right. So you would say that you have three rounds, like at full okay. speed towards it, there's three rounds for you to get your guys into the temple close enough where they can do damage to this lens or just close enough where they might not be in its range. Right. Yeah. That's what I, so three rounds total. Yep. All right. Do you want me to roll initiative? Uh, well, it's going to go either or, so it's not going to matter. Okay. But I will let you roll for your people. So, okay. round one, you're all sprinting towards it. The lens refocuses. There are now nine of you. I'd like you to roll a die 10 first. Ooh. Three. One, two, three. Okay. I would like you to roll a dexterity save, and their saving throw is plus three. Okay, so that's 14 plus 3, 17. Okay, so you see the bolt, sorry, you see this beam of energy begin to grow again. It's almost like it has to regenerate, mm -hmm. and then the mirrors have to adjust, and the lenses have to adjust constantly as the targets are moving, but you see the glow begin again, and oh, you shout no. a warning. Ah! Yep, that's and the warning. That's ah! just enough as the bolt shoots past you and goes for, Lith for Lithoniel, but Lithoniel is able to literally, like, leap off of his hyena. The hyena is vaporized. Ooh. He's able to leap and roll on the sand and keep running. In fact, one of the others comes up behind him and like he just leaps onto their hyena and they keep and they keep going. Okay, well, that'd be a two for one. Let's pile them up with Saron. Okay, so good. So Saron and Lithoniel are on the same one. Yes. I would like you to now roll a die eight for round two. Okay, round two. Electric boogaloo. Five. Another bolt goes out. I'd like you to make a dexterity save. Plus, For them, plus three. Plus three. Okay, nine plus three. So what is that, 12? 12. A bolt goes to the other side of you. Again, the warning, everyone's seeing what's happening now. They're aware of, of what's happening, but Rolam zigs when they should have zagged and gets right in front of the bolt. Rider and creature are both disintegrated. I curse to four as I charge forward. One more round. You're, you're terrible. You're a hideous son. I hate you. I hate the light. Roll one more die eight. Uh, six. I would like you to roll a dexterity save. Uh, 19 plus three, so 22. The bolt fires what you feel like is directly at you and you move to get around it and it's, just, it's this slow motion and you like you would even realize it that you had turned into Oris oh but you had oh and his dexterity and his like it's almost a reflex thing now mm. right so you turned into Oris you easily moved out of this way of this bolt something you didn't think you could do and time seems to, to slow down as it passes you it goes right for Azari. Okay. And as Azari can't get out of the way in time. They couldn't see it coming because you were in the way. They put their hand up. The crystal is going to... The something. light strikes their crystal hand. The light bursts in all directions around them. And you hear a horrible scream from them as they fall from their saddle. But, but the hand catches up in the hyena and they're still drug through the sand and you all kind of get to the edge of the city where the wall is. Now there's yes. this 50 foot wall in front of you, but you're at the edge so the beam can't hit you. It kind of like, like cuts across the sand yes. in front of you, leaving a line of uh, leaving a line of glass mm -hmm. as it does. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the city seems to go quiet again. And Azari is just leaning against this wall. The, his entire arm is cooked where the glass met it, but he's not dead. I am going to uh, lay uh, lay on hands, sure, and I'm going to pump into him ten HP, sure, fifteen. Yep, um, he, he 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 could take twenty. But... I'll pump in. I'll pump in the full twenty. All right, that's fine. All right, so you get off your mount, you yes. walk over, and how does this work? So here's what's gonna go. I'm still Oris at this point, and as I'm cursing Sephora, like I am stomping in a huff. Over to Azari, like, he's treachery knows no bounds. As I'm going to uh, Azari, and then I'm going to kneel down, like, be still, my warrior. Reach up your hand. And I'm going to put my hand on his chest, and I'm going to pump in that 
hell for do not touch me with that crystal. Sure. I don't know what magic this is. Yeah. I shouldn't even keep you. I should cut your hand off where you stand. I want to... Frustrated, I am pumping the healing energy into this, <laughs> into this, and then I'm going to try to to rally the rest of my the rest of my scouts. Sure. So you pump all this magical energy into him, and you feel it like go through his chest, and like like his whole back was ripped up because he was a drug. Drag, and, his, and, yeah. and, and his is whole, it drag? Is it drug? It's it's drug. We went over this a million times. It's oh drug. yeah, you I did. said dragged you over did, and over. Right. Yeah, I do the it's same drug. thing. Yeah. Dragged. So yeah. they've been drugging. They've been drugging. So they're uh, the all the all the burn marks and scratch marks on their face and arm heal. Uh, they heals down their forearm and it heals like like perfectly right up into where it hits the glass. And then there's like you just get blasted backwards. There's this weird feedback. There's this there's this point where you can feel your divinity clawing through them. And all of a sudden, you can feel, like, as it gets close, just before it touches, you can feel the divinity coming from the hand, moving up the arm. And there's this bridge that forms be between them for just a second. And then you get blasted backwards about 10 feet. Ugh. So you kind of end up on your back. Ugh. And there's this... And the whole sand begins to vibrate as you're lying there. Okay, uh, get up. I'm yep. going to get up and get my back against the wall yep. again. And you, so you don't have to roll. You're, okay. You get up and press just as this bolt of, of searing light blasts within feet of you. So all of, all of us are outside of the, the temple with the wall, right? So the first thing I want to do is I want to uh, climb up and disassemble those mirrors. As soon as the caravan comes from however long away, if they right. come during the day, they're right. going to get burned up. Right. So Unless from, you can somehow disable it. Right. So from behind, can I get behind the mirrors? Like, is that how this works? So you, you are at, so this, the area behind you is... There's, there's this kind of like rounded wall that's about 50 feet high. 50 feet high. Yes. And is just plain. Just a, mm-hmm. just, just, there's, there's no footholds. Okay. There's no openings. There's right. no doors. It's just this rounded area of stone. Okay. This is stupid. I'm going to use levitate to levitate up to the top of this wall. Okay. All right. Is that what, is that what you want to do? Yes. Okay. So you use levitate to levitate up to the top as well. So you're levitating. You're beginning to levitate. And and hugging the wall. As, right. Do you, and you don't really tell anyone what you do. This is kind of your MO. You just do it, mm-hmm. and then they just adjust to whatever you're doing. So they kind of freak out a bit, but they're adjusting. And you can hear them shouting, you know, get the equipment ready. And they're pulling out rope, they and they're tying. Everything? Well, they got okay. rope and grappling hooks. So okay, they're tying good. rope and grappling hooks as you ascend up this, mm-hmm. up this wall. Wait, don't. It might burn us. Wait. Okay, and they and they nod and actually what I'm gonna do is they're gear ready, but they're I'm gonna like hang from the wall and be like, we don't need to hang. You levitate, right? I can. Oh, that's right. I can just. I can just. I can just levitate below there. I want. Well, Azari was able to stop it, so I want to levitate up and just poke my head over. Is that sure. enough to make the mirror like be in my so, face on the other side of the wall, ready to fire a laser at my squid head? As you're levitating up, you get about halfway up. Okay. And your your sense life ability uh, is something you can focus, but it's also something that just kind of exists. As you're midway up this wall, you there's like you know ping, right? And you feel this ping, this familiar ping. And as you're floating upwards, you kind of turn your focus to it for a moment and you can sense the two guards, the two guards, the uh, two scouts that were sent out earlier, and you can sense life with them. So like uh, uh, there's large creatures with them. They're within 10 miles. Yes, they've come within 10 miles. Okay, what I, then I say to um, one or two of the scouts, circle around this wall, hugging it, and but then circle back around and tell the the scouts and yourself do not approach again until nightfall. So rush out to meet them and make sure they, they don't come right, to the but wall. But don't don't run out in front of the sure. lasers, of course. Right. Go a circle as wide as you need right. to get back there. Get behind the dune right. and then sprint. They're coming. I point to where they are. I point to where they'll be. They're within 10 miles. Do this thing. You do as your God commands. Okay. <laughs> do as your Lord commands. So I would say uh, Saran and uh, Pira. Uh, break off and go and do your bidding. They can never corrupt us again. 
They can never corrupt us again. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they <laughs> run off. That is like what the, this, what, this, this is what they say to each other now. Two of them have gone off to meet with the approaching Upsumid scouts who have collected supplies in, in town. Mm -hmm. That's what you're assuming you're being approached by. You haven't seen yes. them yet, but you felt it. Right. Uh, the rest of them are assembling grappling hooks and rope to scale the wall that you are that, that but, but are waiting levitating. until you give them the okay, and you're right. currently levitating to the top. So that's where we are. Yes. All right. So you get to the top, and you kind of like, you know, it's like, I want to poke my head over and make sure the mirror isn't right there, ready to vaporize me, so like imagine, Elmer Fudd. Like you're kind of like rising and rising, and the camera cuts to the other side to just see the top of the wall, right? And then there's like nothing for a minute, and then there's like a little tentacle that kind of waves, <laughs> and nothing happens, and it kind of dives back down. And then you look up, and you see the structure in front of you. So what it is is that there are these again three very thin tall stone pedestals on either side tall Three. a little shorter a little shorter all right and they kind of curve out from either side of you and those pedestals meet the ground in front of you and all of it is like this washed ivory limestone that just gleams in the sun mm -hmm. in the center of that is this huge lens and it's on these two stone pillars and the and the lens the the mirror where that mm -hmm. all these lenses are focusing on is this oval inside a metal or bronze Ring casing or hoop. that then goes out on on, on either side to like these long poles and that kind of how it rotates mm -hmm. on either side beneath that because that's about a good 40 50 feet well, it's about 60 feet in the air because it's got to be higher than the walls right yeah and the other ones are about up to 200 feet in the wow, air okay beneath that is a giant stone circle and it's just on fire it's just filled with fire, with fire. there's this it's underneath this there's lens. a pit that seems to go down forever you cannot see the bottom of it and it's filled with fire. Okay, how far away? Oh, so let's say I, let's say I've levitated to the top of the wall, and mm. I'm looking down on this scene. So there's like 50 feet below me. How far above the pit of fire is the lens? Okay, so the pit of the lens is about um, 60 feet above the pit of fire. Okay, and yep. then there's just. Okay. Just enough to get over the wall and be able to fire over it, which is why I couldn't fire down into where you were. So doesn't have the angle okay so it's reflecting the light from that fire no it seems it seems like the lenses were um shining light onto the mirror and then that mirror was directing that light in a burst outward the fact that there happens to be a giant pit of fire under it just just happens is, seems to be coincidental just yeah. seems to be weird okay so what i want to do is i would like to go to can i position myself near the can i levitate and attack first of all yeah absolutely you can levitate and 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 attack because holding your levitation is a bonus action and moving up and down is a bonus action but just remaining in place is a free action so yeah okay what i want i just didn't know if it requires concentration if you get struck or hurt you could lose concentration and fall yes into the pit of fire that'd be terrible well don't hover over it yeah so it's not like if you go over the edge it's not directly over the edge there's like a good 50 feet before you get to the ring of fire. Right. What I want to do is I want to try to crack that gigantic lens. Okay. Excellent. How do you want to do that? Right. So I have a weapon. Okay. Good and deal. What I want to do is I want to strike that weapon with a spell called Thunderous Smite. Okay. Sure. So that's what I want to do to try to crack that so lens. So you want to fly directly at the core, at, at the mirror in the center. Well, and not, not quickly. I mean, that would be the that would be the idea. But I want to make sure I get this right. So, if well, question: How are you, you going to get there? Because levitate only goes up and down. Oh, it doesn't go over. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's say I'm levitating and I'm on top of the on top of the wall. Okay. So it, would you want to just step on top of the wall and see what happens? Well, not when you say it like that. I'm just asking. Not when you say it like that. <laughs> Uh, might be fine. It I'm just might ask be, if that's what you want to do. Fine. Uh, and the top of the wall, by the way, it's like not like a normal. Like you would, yeah, you would picture See, a here. Europe, this a is European why I didn't. Wall, this right? is why I didn't do it. Yes. Imagine just like the like it's perfect. It's, it's made of lava. It it slopes ever so much towards the top, so it's a little, uh, it's a little more narrow at the top than it is at the base, mm -hmm. right? And the top is just flat. Okay, it's about, it's about twenty feet of just perfect flatness on the top of this wall, but there's no um, railing, there's no mm -hmm, lip, mm -hmm. there's nothing. There's just the edge and nothing else and perfect smooth stone every everywhere so then no i don't want to levitate on the top i want to instead 
I guess I just want to go over the wall and levitate down on the sure. other side. Okay, so you go up, and as you go up, you see the mirrors turn, and then as you kind of like get level with the wall, take a few steps forward, as soon as you step onto the wall, the mirrors return back to their resting position. You can hear it kind of like power down, and you walk over to the edge of the wall, and you can now lower down into it. You hear yelling as you move out from the range of your scouts, and they're like, Are you okay, my lord? I'm fine, my warriors. Scale the wall, but do so cautiously. And then so as you do so swiftly, right? So as you kind of step to the edge, you hear ting, 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 and they scrape along the wall and fall backwards. There's nothing for them to get purchased on. They throw them up again, ting, 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 and just scrape into tung, tung. Okay, I want to levitate up there, uh, and I'll have them throw a rope, and I will, I will be the anchor. So they're pulling. I'm gonna hold on to the rope. Okay. And they're gonna use that to scale the wall. All right. So they throw. If up, I can do that. They throw up another one, and it kind of roll to catch it. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I would just let it land and then do something. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's, it's do it, let's do it that way. All right. So who are you right now? I am Sigma. Sigma. Okay. Not the strongest of your forms. No. No. So you want to be Sigma? Yeah, I already, I already declared right. it. I already declared right. it. Yes. So this, this, uh, so one goes up and kink, 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 and like kind of is like, like on the edge, and you, well, what you do is just like lying on the top of the wall. What are you gonna do? So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to brace, as in, so if if it's on the top of the wall, yeah, I'm going to hold onto it with both hands, okay, foot on either side, and I'm going to lean back like sure. as though I am. I am the anchor point that they're going to use to try to climb up this wall. Okay. Um, so you're kind of leaning back. Um, I would like to roll in intelligence. Ooh. Critical fail. Okay. You, all right. All right. So you lean back as if you're on a, on a sailboat, right? Yeah. Kind of okay. leave, and you're holding it in your, in your arms. I right, need to make a strength check. And you're trying to hold. Critical fail. Okay. So, I mean. I mean, this didn't work out. So you're holding and into hold the pit of fire. Yep. So you're holding and you're holding and you're holding. And uh, Saria, who is again the smallest, mm -hmm. starts first, and she begins to climb. And it's and, and you're and you can feel your your strength ebbing almost immediately. But but you hold and mm -hmm. you lean back more, and, and you like okay, this is sensible. This is going to work. It's going to work. And then it just rips out of your hands. Like it just. You just can't hold, and Ooh. she's about 20 feet up. And so you're a squish and a cry, and like, ah. this, and like a sickening wet shattering. 